This is the Bartholomew Town Podcast. Inside Public Health is brought to you by CCA Health Rhode Island. Commonwealth Care Alliance, or CCA, is a multi-state integrated care system influencing innovative models of complex care nationwide. CCA's Uncommon Care Model focuses on sustainable and evidence-based healthcare breakthroughs that improve the health and well-being of people with significant needs and is consistently recognized as one of the best models in the country at identifying and serving traditionally hard-to-reach individuals. CCA is excited to bring uncommon care to Rhode Islanders with a range of Medicare Advantage plans. Learn more by visiting commonwealthcarealliance.org backslash Rhode Island. All right, welcome into Inside Public Health presented by CCA Health Rhode Island. As always, each and every month we take a look at some of the major issues impacting public health from a number of different standpoints and really looking at that sort of full spectrum aspect of public health. And there's one thing that's for sure when you're talking about keeping the human body nourished, and it's kind of obvious, and that is food. So we welcome uh, Marcy Reyes. Marcy, before we get started, just tell us a little bit about CCA Health Rhode Island. Thanks for having me, Bill. I'm really excited to be here. Uh, so CCA Health Rhode Island, we're headquartered in uh, Providence's Innovation and Design District. Um, we are a mission-driven healthcare service organization, and we pride ourselves on offering high-quality plans as well as a care delivery program opportunity for individuals who are older adults or individuals who may have significant needs. Um, we're really driven by a mission of serving individuals who are eligible for both Medicare and duly eligible for Medicare and Medicaid um, to really receive the care that we believe that they they need and, and that they deserve, um, uh, making sure that their overall health and well-being is, is addressed in the care that they receive. So in addition to CCA's philanthropic events, CCA also hosts several in-person events, including wellness fairs and healthy cooking demos. This sounds like something that I would like to attend talk about that tell us what's coming up this summer i'm really excited about the healthy cooking demonstrations i think they're a great opportunity for us to be close to the community that we serve which is extremely important to cca but very important to me too because i have lived in rhode island basically my whole life and these are the communities in which i grew up in and so the healthy cooking demonstrations is our opportunity to get individuals uh, access to information around ways in which they can prepare food um, in a healthy manner. And more importantly, these are culturally responsive, healthy cooking demonstrations targeted at our Latino communities and our communities of color, making sure that we're addressing some of the uh, cultural nuances of food preparation in the way that we deliver the, the healthy cooking demonstration. So I'm very excited about the work that we're doing here um, and providing that resource to our community. Yeah, and culturally appropriate food is something we learned about so much during the pandemic. And one thing that was very clear is that it's not only about feeding those who are underserved, but it's also targeting them with healthy foods and also culturally appropriate foods. Talk about that and some of the work that you've done that sort of taps into that notion. Yeah, so we've specifically worked with both lifespan dietitians and also partnered with the Rhode Island Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Uh, to bring in uh, Latino or Hispanic chefs that can actually speak to the nuances of the culture 
and help individuals understand, some of which are new to the healthcare system, uh, are, are still acclimating to the, the culture that they're, they're living in. And now it gives them a resource that actually understands them and can speak specifically to the, those, those components or, or, or nuances. So I think it's extremely exciting to have that collaboration, um, having the lifespan dietitian who could speak to some of those uh, very specific uh, pieces around how this impacts health and wellness outcomes, while you have a chef who uh, understands the culture and is extremely passionate and enthusiastic while presenting these demonstrations has really created this atmosphere of excitement during these presentations. We've, we've done a, several of these thus far and they have, you know, they've gone really well. We've gotten great feedback and we're excited because we're going to be expanding that throughout the summer and into the early fall months um, for Rhode Island residents um, and some of our members as well. I want to talk about some some more of the partnerships that you're engaged in, but let's go back and talk about some of the commitment that CCA has to philanthropic efforts. Talk about some of that work. Yeah, so in addition to us being really integrated into the community and thinking about the community's needs, you know, we uh, pride ourselves in, in ex- this extension of our philanthropic efforts through partnerships with like Meals on Wheels. We also have a, a partnership with Rhode Island Public Health Institute and their Food on the Move program, all kind of tying back to this, uh, you know, food is medicine and making sure that folks are being uh, nourished and we're addressing the holistic needs or the whole person when we're thinking about health and wellness. Um, with Meals on Wheels, we are really proud to support that organization's March for Meals every single year since we entered the market in 2021. And with the Food on the Move program, we have been the presenting sponsor for a couple of those markets, those, uh, um, those markets, including one in for- Foreign Manor in Central Falls, and then another in Fogarty Manor in Pawtucket. Um, and we know that those particular cities, there is a real need for access to healthy produce because of the fact that there are a lot of, these are food deserts, right? Growing up in these communities, we see that and so we are making sure that we're you know providing this resource especially for these cities that may be challenged with having limited access or in general just it being a challenge to get access to those healthy foods let's talk about we've 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 had um you know a full deep dive into food on the move here on the podcast but for anyone who may have missed that that program is is exemplary in terms of how it immediately, and I mean that in, in a geographical sense, and in, in some cases in a time standpoint, from a time standpoint, addresses that critical need. You use a phrase that's really important, which is food is medicine. And getting people the correct medicine in the correct place is something that is vital to a public health conversation that's that's serious. So talk about food on the move and, and I guess just expand on that a little bit if you would. Food on the move offers a mobile produce market where they bring all of the fresh produce to the residents of, let's say, specific, um, you know, living facilities. In this case, we mentioned Ford Manor and Fogarty Manor. And so these individuals have access to affordable, healthy produce right where they live. And when we think about some of the members of just the community that we serve, some individuals who have very complex care needs, it is a challenge to get to maybe the market or there may be mobility challenges. And so this simplifies 
healthier access to these healthy foods without it being inundating or burdensome to them, which is wonderful because what we've heard is that for individuals, these are the foods that they grew up cooking. These are the foods that they grew up preparing. And now they have access to them in a very convenient location, which makes it easier for them to address their healthy cooking um, needs. So we love what uh, Food on the Move is doing. Um, and that all ties back to the healthy produce that we're advocating for during the healthy cooking demonstration. So we've essentially looked at where is healthy produce that we can build into some of these recipes and we can promote that individuals are seeking out these healthy alternatives, including this fresh, healthy produce, which ties into the collaboration with Food on the Move as well. Something that you have coming up this fall, actually late summer and, and, and into the fall, is the you're, you're going to be, CCA is going to be the presenting sponsor of the Culturally Responsive Cafe, serving Rhode Island's Latino and Southeast Asian communities. We had hinted on this earlier in, in this podcast on the importance for culturally relevant and culturally sensitive foods. Talk about that program and why this is something that needs to be flagged with greater, with uh, I was going to say scrutiny, but I don't know if that's the right word, just with greater concern. Yeah. I love what we're doing with Food on the Move and the Culturally Responsive Cafes. We are the presenting sponsor for two of the Culturally Responsive Cafes. That includes the uh, Rhode Island Latino uh, Culturally Responsive Cafe and also the Southeast Asian Communities Culturally Responsive Cafe. And um, we know, and me and my background, I also understand um, being a Latina, is that it's really important that we are meeting the, the individuals we serve where they are, and we are giving them the food that they enjoy, but again, helping them understand that there, there is a way to get to the food that you enjoy in a manner that's healthy, and it's going to help, help your overall health outcomes. And so it's really exciting. This is extremely important because... For us to really see and understand our members, we have to address the cultural component of their lifestyle. And that plays a significant role in health outcomes. There's tons of studies that, you know, we could probably cite, but that talk about how there are differences in the way that our cultures impact our health outcomes. And we really have to be uh, keen to that when we're addressing our members' needs in order to do a really effective uh, job. And also to give the members what they need, we really have to understand that. So it's exceptionally important that we um, highlight and elevate the importance of being culturally responsive in the way that we address outcomes, health outcomes, not just with food and healthy cooking demonstrations, um, but all types of resources that we provide to individuals to impact their health outcomes overall. All right, let's let's go back. I know we're kind of jumping around a lot, but I just I think there's so much interesting stuff happening. It's kind of nice to be sporadic here. The cooking demos. There's a lot of trends. Whether you're talking about vegan, vegetarian, gluten free, um, pescatarian, the carnivore diet. There's a lot of trends right now. Where's some of the common threads? that you advise anybody because all of these different diets, all of these different approaches, there really is no one glove that fits everybody. So what, what are some of the major bullet points when it comes to healthy cooking, healthy eating that you would flag for anybody out there right now 
that's either trying to maintain or enter into a healthier diet? Practice the saying, I'm not a dietitian, <laughs> but I, I do work very closely with our lifespan partners, and we have also worked very closely with um, SNAP ED, which is a fantastic program. And some of the things that we have highlighted is, you know, the importance of um, low sodium diets, um, diets that, depending on condition, if there are recommendations from your primary care physician around things that you should avoid. Um, sometimes these are high fat diets and things of that nature. So it's always really important that our dietitians weigh in during these uh, cooking demonstrations. But these are some of the things that we've encouraged as individuals really, depending on their complex care needs, to spend time with their primary care physician or with a dietitian and get a sense of what it is exactly that they should be avoiding um, in their diet in order to promote those health outcomes. Because you're right, it's not a one size fits all. But we do know that um, there are some things that are just not good for us, right, in general. And so having those dietitians um, who practice this every day weigh in has been a wonderful resource for our members because they can actually ask questions of the dietitians during those healthy cooking demonstrations and get some targeted advice that's specific to their complex care needs. This is Inside, Pub this is inside Public Health. You think I know the name by now? Presented by CCA Health Rhode Island. Speaking with Marcy Reyes from CCA. So how can people who are interested in all this great work find more information? So anyone who's interested in learning more about CCA Health Rhode Island can go to our website at ccahealthri.org. Uh, we'll also be posting all of the upcoming events, including the wellness fairs and the healthy cooking demonstrations for individuals who are interested in learning more about those. So visit us at our website, ccahealthri.org, if you're interested in learning more. Last question here, your standpoint, right from your standpoint right now, um, what's the number one thing that you learned in the pandemic era, but more importantly, this sort of gradually easing out of the pandemic era when it comes to public health? What's your number one takeaway right now? Things that we either missed or we hit very well. And, and what would your advice be to anybody who's listening right now who's in a, a leadership capacity as to what really needs to be assessed and executed? Great question. What I think the pandemic highlighted is that we need to we need to be closer to our communities that we serve and understand their needs um, versus assuming that we we know what our communities need. And so that's what CCA is really concentrating on doing is integrating into our communities to make sure that we have a, a really keen understanding of that. I think it has been blatantly apparent that that you know there are inequities within uh, different cultures and a across communities that we need to address, and that's also one of the things that DCA is very much concentrated on is making sure that we not only bring that high quality care, but it's in an equitable manner. That's why we will meet our members anywhere they are, um, whether that's going out to their own homes. Um, or meeting them, you know, at a location of comfort. But we are always looking at ways in which uh, we can provide that equitable access to care along with care that is culturally responsive and specific to their care needs. And I think this is where, for all leaders who are thinking healthcare in the future, this, this is one of the things I think is extremely important. Yeah, no question about it right there. Marcy Reyes, thanks so much for your time. This is Inside Public Health presented by CCA Health RI. 
And as always, thank you to the listeners for joining in on this conversation. We've been getting some great feedback. If you have any yourself, bill at ripodcast.com or on Twitter at Bill Bartholomew. Send me your questions. Send me the topics that you want to hear about. The common theme that I've heard is exactly what you just echoed right there, Marcy, which is that we learned how important a community health model is. And however you want to structure that, I mean, there's going to be a debate always on on a, on a basic level of how it's paid for. Um, there's going to be a debate on who s- serves uh, or, or oversees that service. But the consistent theme from the smart people out there um, is that, boy, do we, we really learned that we need community health. So great, thanks for your great work in that space. Food is medicine. I can guarantee you that. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a simple uh, way, but it's to, to improve your personal experience in life. But it's also it takes some some engagement, it takes some effort, and you guys provide a great service by kind of uh, guiding people into that sector. Thanks, Bill, I appreciate that feedback. 